0: I'm proud to be joined right now by a great friend of mine, talk to him all the time, and uh, a former member of the ESPN Central Texas family, who left us to get back into coaching, and uh, is now in the uh, USFL of all places, and uh, uh, Glenn Stretch Smith joining us now. Stretch, even on a tough day, always, uh, always great to catch up with you, man
1: well uh, great to catch up with you too obviously it's a it's a very tough situation like you said and i think it brings a lot of things into perspective uh you and i both parents and anytime you see or hear something like this it just makes you uh makes you wonder what's really going on but uh you know matt it's unfortunately it's just uh, we i'm like you we just send prayer and hope that uh hope for the healing and hope hope we're able to uh to turn the page as a country and, and, and hopefully be able to heal from such a – just a terrible situation.
0: Awful, awful deal. Um, now, Stretch, I, I will say, you know, on a much, much happier note, I, I've loved seeing you. Uh, people love listening to you on ESPN Central Texas. It's been fun to see you. And you've coached and coached in the Metroplex, and it's not like you completely gave up coaching. But, boy, you 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 didn't just – dip your toe back in on this deal this is a, a full immersion baptism back into coaching and and for people that don't know usfl all of the teams are right there in birmingham and you're staying kind of in the same area um, stretch has it been was it a situation for you as a longtime coach college and nfl for the cowboys did it feel like riding a bike? Did it, did it come right back very natural to you, or did you kind of have to ramp it back up a little bit?
1: Uh, well, I mean, it, 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 it really is. You mentioned we're all in Birmingham. It's an unbelievable setup. I mean, uh, Brian Woods and, and Daryl Johnston have done an amazing job with how they have really constructed and set up, you know, an 18-league an in, in one hotel uh, if you can envision it's 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 really two connected hotels. And then across the street in a civic center, they've put together just an unbelievable weight room training rooms. Uh, the locker rooms are over there. and then having to, you know having to facilitate for eight teams, obviously, meeting rooms in the hotel. And then they've got four separate practice facilities that are great practice facilities. So it was a well-thought-out, well-coordinated, again, plan by uh, Daryl Johnston and Brian Woods and how, how their teams have put this together. As far as me getting back into it, it I'll be honest with you. I mean, having to go back to work uh, this hard is something that uh, I, I was probably not used to. I, I, you know, you, you get out of the game, uh, you know, the pro game, for the length of time that I was out of the pro game, and then you, you, you get back in it, and it, it it takes you a little while. It really does, and you can see why, you know, guys are not real sure that they want to work that hard again, get back into it like that. I mean, I'm really fortunate again that, you know, I've got a 15-year-old son, and quite frankly, he needed to, you know, he needed his dad away for a little bit and, and an opportunity to, to grow up and kind of start to carve his own niche. And so being able to come out here and, 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 and be involved with the, an unbelievable professional football league. It's, it's, it's really been a, a heck of an experience, and it's been a heck of an experience from a lot of different, you know, from a lot of different angles. And being able to be around coaches and 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 really good football coaches. I mean, you look around here and you you see guys who are very experienced coaches. I mean, we're, we play the Texans this week, and you know, David Beatty's on their staff, former Kansas coach Mark Mark Snyder, former Marshall head coaches on their staff. They got Tim Lewis. I mean, who was forever at Green Bay and Pittsburgh. And so there's a lot of really good football coaches, a lot of really good staffs and uh, you know, working through the the first year uh, I I think it's been a heck of an experience. And like I said, all because of the job that those guys did logistically putting it together and, you know, putting us in one hub city and and, and being able to uh, see and and, and get a, a professional football league pretty much off the ground and, and pushed away from the gate and going it, it it's been yeah. it's been a heck of a ride.
0: Well, I've wanted to come out to Birmingham. It's a good restaurant city. You've been um it no matter what when you're in a hotel room at some point you've been there about 3 weeks. I've had it happen during training camp. Doesn't matter how nice it is, the walls start to kind of come in on you a little bit. And so I'm sure I'm sure you have arrived at that point and uh, to your point about your 15-year-old needing to get uh, dad away for a little bit i've got a 14 year old who would maybe like to see that happen you know get a little (laughs) time away from the dad (laughs) unfortunately for her i'm not going anywhere i'm staying right here in this house we're going to keep monitoring this situation pretty closely but i hear you that's good to kind of grow up a little bit and uh and have to spread his wings and and kind of have to talk to dad on uh facetime or however you guys decide to do it now talking to glenn stretch smith um, a uh, cowboy scout coach in the past, now in the USFL. Now, stretch it, tight end is where you ended up uh, coaching. What is? Um, but but I understand the coach you're with is more of like a air raid uh, type coach. So you're having to. You're a guy who likes to mix in that run. You used to coach for Barry Switzer. You like to run block. You like to get those tight ends in the run game. Has this been? Pretty interesting for you to almost kind of have to learn a little bit different philosophy in terms of what the approach is and and even how you block on a game to game uh basis well
1: oh, you 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 asked that question because we speak from time to time and I know you hear the frustration in my voice and saying, Hey, we can just line it up and run a little option football to walk in for a touchdown. But I, you know, I'm with a heck of a head coach and Bart Andrus. And, you know, he's a, he's a BYU guy and he was, he was with Jeff Fisher in Tennessee, but I mean, he likes to throw it around. He likes to get them spread out. uh, And and so, you know, I have had to, uh, you know, I've had to recondition my mind a little bit and yes, learn a few different things and sometimes you know that gets you out of your comfort level but it's it's really been an unbelievable experience and i'm blessed to to be here and and with a head coach like this and really with a good staff i mean jeff Jagodzinski's a offensive line coach here and i think i had i kind of cursed you into putting him on the radio here not too long ago and he's a great guy And we, we got a good staff of guys here so yes it it, it got me out of my comfort level and uh, you know, it's 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 taught me some uh some other ideas and some other things. He's a big he's a big hey, get it vertical guy and let's let's put the stress on the safeties and you know, I've got two tight ends and Pro Wells, a former TCU guy and Bug Howard, a former North Carolina guy who you know, they can really run and they can press the field vertically. So it's uh it's been it's it's been fun from that standpoint to have to uh to have to learn something different and kind of get out of your comfort zone mosley something you're not very good at by the way oh
0: man i'm always getting out of my comfort zone (laughs) (laughs) i like to do it now there is a baylor player on that team usfl ahmad dixon who was a great player for the bears one of the hardest hitters that ever came through and then was a seventh round pick for the cowboys and i know I uh, Ahmad frustrates you from time to time. But I would say this is an interesting mix though. You got a guy and Ahmad Dixon who's like thirty years old, and then you got several guys who are twenty-one, twenty-two, just trying to hang on and, and and see if they can start some kind of NFL or or pro football career. That's gotta be fascinating uh stretch to see a guy who's at the very end of his career with the guys that are desperately trying to start careers and then figure out, okay, who do we play? Do we play the veteran who may have a better uh, idea of this or do we go with the younger guys?
1: Right. And that's, I mean, you make, you make a good point. I mean, it, it is, it, it's a mix of those guys. And, and I, and obviously Ahmad has come in here and, he, and he's done a heck of a job. I mean, he's, he's played pro football. He understands, you know, some of these alternative leagues. He was in the, you know he was in a couple of the other alternative leagues so he understands kind of the lay of the land and how it works but he's come in here and and done a decent job and you're right i mean he's 29 or 30 years old but he's done a great job here kind of coaching some of these younger guys and so yeah it's it's a mix of those two and and like i said i mean it's it is getting a professional league you know rolling and going and 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 obviously you you know we have to have some of those guys even though you know you you'd like to have a much younger football team. Regardless, you've got to have some experienced guys, and 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 he's done a good job with that. And and uh, you know we're 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 three and three, could be six and oh could be oh and six. That's kind of just where it is. The league is really evenly matched. You know Birmingham has done a great job, and they're they're the one six and oh team. But um, four teams make the playoffs. You got to be one of four. Uh, we'll, you know, and, and and go up to Canton and and and, and play it for a championship. So uh, we got to keep them pointed the right direction, keep them, you know, hopefully getting better every day and 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 uh, getting back into, uh, you know, getting back into what what I would consider really football shape. I mean, we're we're six games into this thing and you know we've had some guys get nicked and so we've had to, you know, kind of turn the bottom of the roster some and bring some of those young guys in. But hopefully we can make a you know hopefully we can make a four game push here and uh and get into the playoffs and then you know all you got to do is get in the tournament and anything can happen after that.
0: I've always said you belong in Canton. So I think it's I think uh stretch it's it's good that you're going to be playing there uh doing the playoffs there. I could see the Philly Stars making that. I, I got to do you do you enjoy your I think you're coaching from the press box if if memory serves correct. And but now you've also in the past coached on the sideline. What do you like? What's the advantage? Do you enjoy being in the press box more, or would you rather be down there on the sideline, you know, offering that immediate feedback?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I I do like I do like the overhead view of seeing from high what's going on. I, I don't like the fact that. You know, I have to pick up the phone. Then I have to tell the guy that answers the phone, okay, go get 84. Okay, go get 11. Then I have to sit and wait on him to saunder over. Uh, that, that's the frustrating part. Uh, you know, I've, I've said a lot of words up there that make a sailor blush. And so uh, there's two levels in the press box. Uh, this last week I got so frustrated I went ahead and just took my headset off, put myself up in timeout. Uh, when the defense had the ball, kind of had to reconstruct some of my thoughts because again, these guys are at this level for a reason, and and they do they do some things that, again, will make you say some words that you didn't even know were in the dictionary. So it, it's been an adjustment in a lot of ways, Matt, and I, you know, I've enjoyed doing it. But uh, if I had my if I had to say one or the other, I'd like to be on the field. But right now, mm-hmm. this is the role I'm in, and I'm you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm hoping I'm contributing to a team that. Uh, like I said, can make a playoff push, and we can get in this playoffs.
0: I think I was fortunate one time you put yourself in timeout when I said something that infuriated you. I'm, I'm, I'm probably more than once, but I was I was very fortunate that you kind of took a took a beat there, and uh, before you came after me, as I got involved in one, in one of your phone conversations <laughs> one time, and you were not you were not pleased with that situation. Now uh, we did have Coach Jagosinski on here recently and we really enjoyed talking to him jags i believe you'll call him and one of the things he loved he said he was talking about you and he said that you he loved all your sayings and for people in espn central texas you remember stretch would say things like he's average as a as a bowl of grits something along those lines what is um, what is Jagizinski and your your new coaching buddies what is their favorite phrase that you use is there any saying that you pull out that they really they really seem to enjoy
1: well whenever they you know whenever they want to in the staff meeting kind of make a ridiculous comment I just I I I, I put them with you know with the Lakers announcer there I just go ahead and put them in time two minutes two minutes I just to take them <laughs> right out of the meeting for two minutes and they have to they have they have to put themselves in time out for two minutes so we've all been in time out and and that comes with uh, being in a frustrating business, but I think the like they like the fact that I can give them. I'm not afraid to every once in a while just give them the two minute warning, Mosley.
0: You know who did that at Reunion Arena? It was the great Kevin McCarthy, and he and it would be two minutes, there two you know. minutes, and then he would uh, if uh, if uh, if Magic scored, you know, he'd, he'd kind of get a little more excited about row or somebody scoring, but if the Lakers scored, he'd be like. Irvin Johnson. You remember that? He would just barely <laughs> say their name. <laughs> Abdul, okay. Abdul hey, you got to have an
1: appreciation for those guys and, and what's going on with all that for sure. I'm glad you remember, Mosley, the time that you set me off with a little rat ass. I'm glad you can remember that. You're not afraid to kind of share those moments, and that's good, too.
0: No, no, I like to air those things publicly and let people know kind of what happens behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm glad you never got that upset with uh, with uh, Barfield. I don't know. I don't. Tom would not want to see you in that kind of. I mean, me. I'm used to having people mad at me, so I know how to kind of scamper away. Uh, Tom, I don't know what he would do now. Tom, when you and Tom were doing the show together, it you were remote. So I don't think Tom ever got you, you know, got, you all got too angry at each other. But, uh, but anyway, Tom still talks about you. We
1: didn't, you know, we didn't do that, but I I will say this, Mosley, if you go over to the, to the Mexican place and you have chips and salsa with him, you better make sure you have you some protective goggles. Cause I'm going to tell you, he, he, he eats those chips and salsa like, uh, like the Russians are in St. Louis marching this way, so you better you better make sure you got you some eyewear on if you go over there with him. <laughs>
0: got to put your goggles on over there. I have not <laughs> I have not witnessed that, but I, now I'll I'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it is an interesting uh, angle there. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Glenn Stretch Smith with us now, Stretch uh you were at OU you were at Northern Illinois I thought of you the other day somebody was all mad at Northern Illinois over something or I, I can't remember There was something I thought oh my gosh I wish I stretch could see this did you get a kick out of are you are you are you like the rest of us do you love it when like Jimbo and Saban get after each other like they did or do you think that's like sad when two guys no. that used to be on the staff together uh, uh, do something like that, you know, and, and, and take their laundry, and air it out in front of everybody. How do you, as a former college head or a former college assistant coach, how does that, how does that make you feel?
1: Well, I mean, I like that coach Fisher wasn't afraid to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go tangle with this, this situation. And I'm going to, I'm going to say the way I feel, and I'm going to speak, I'm going to speak the way it is. And he, you know, he, he obviously speaks it with passion, and so I got I got no problem with it at all. I think it's a little bit of where we're at as a as a society right now. You know what? We all have differing opinions, and mm-hmm. hey, there's nothing wrong with coming out and and and, and just uh, barking out however you feel at that time. So good for Coach Fisher, and hey, I, he stood up for what he believed in. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all.
0: All right, and last thing I had for you, um, our, our buddy Randy Galloway went into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame the other night. And I, you and I talked about that, and we're both excited for him. Uh, we both did radio with him in Dallas for years, all the stretch. I don't think either one of us got a mention. I was I was paying close attention uh, to who was mentioned. I don't know if we we our names were left on the cutting room floor. Although I looked around, and all those guys that used to be with me. Like Estridge and, and uh, Ian, nowhere to be seen, nowhere to be found <laughs> in that room. But um, I did want to say, by the way, Larry Lacewell. We lost the great Larry Lacewell, former head coach, Arkansas State, uh, former defense coordinator at Oklahoma under Barry Switzer, and uh, former director of personnel for the Cowboys, was one of the top, you know, scout ran the scouting department for a while for the Dallas Cowboys. What was your uh, – did you have a favorite – Larry Lacewell story that you could tell on the air?
1: Well, I mean, I, you know, the one thing about him is, is he he wanted you to do everything. He, he wanted you to cover all your bases before you spoke as a young guy. And I can remember him telling me, you know, when I first got to the Cowboys, he gave me a shot to work in the scouting department. Great guy, mentored me. I, I mean, I will really miss him. I, I feel like he I know he just passed, but you know he hasn't been able to communicate for a while, and so uh, you know I'm sure he's gone to a better place now. But I, without question, I mean he would he would want you to speak up in a room, but he'd also tell you you better make sure you got all of your you got all of your ducks in a row. And he he his saying was y- you know what don't let them hang a turd in your mouth, which means you better speak you better speak with a clean voice. And you better understand everything that you're saying. And I think he, you know, he was very he was a really, really a passionate man and and I and I know Chris and, and, and his two boys will, will miss him deeply. You know, as far as Randy Galloway, obviously, you know, he helped me, you know, transition into the into the radio side of things and, and TV that I, you know, I still do there at WFAA during the Cowboys season. And, you know, he helped me too. He helped show me a lot of different things about about how to get on the radio so hey congratulations to him and he's well deserving of being in the hall of fame and obviously we'll miss we'll miss larry lacewell and rest in peace coach i'm sure that uh, i'm sure they got a spot for you up there and maybe you can go up there and show a few folks how to run you know how to ha- how to run the Okie defense and get them lined up
0: <laughs> oh, golly <laughs> The Selman brothers. I mean, you think about some of those days. Whoa, that man could. That that was uh, that was a very very famous uh, coach and and uh, and what a guy, what a character, one of the great characters. In fact, he said to me one time something about when they brought in Terrell Owens. <laughs> Stratton, you remember? He said to me, he would he, he said about Jerry. He said if he could, he would bring in Charlie charlie manson if he could if (laughs) he he could catch touchdowns (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and i remember writing that and he was he was saying like don't put that mosley and i was like larry i'm sorry i'm sorry even if you get mad at me i gotta write that one buddy you're not taking that one back Nothing,
1: nothing, nothing like telling everybody you're you're a trustworthy guy, Mosley. I'm glad you can admit <laughs>
0: to that. Well, at least I told him. I said I you're not you're not getting that one back. All right, uh, I will uh, I will be in touch with you, Stretch. Continued success, the Philly Stars. If you're looking for a team to root for, in the USFL root for Stretch's team, Philly Stars. All right, thank you, Stretch. All right, buddy, have a good one. There he goes. Glenn Stretch-Smith, former member of our roster here at ESPN Central Texas.